what is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. One year. One year. One year. Amazing. 52 weeks. That means I was at your house a year ago? A little over a year ago, but our first show went live one year ago today. That's nuts. Insane. I don't know how many times we've said that, but I still believe it. It's, it's just a whole year of this. I, I don't even know what to say. You got <laughs> you got Hollywood speechless right now. That's not that's not easy to do. Have you speechless? Because you do like to talk, and you can talk <laughs> just about anything. It's it's nuts though. You know, I was going back through the list last night, and uh, a lot of a lot of great memories, like talking to people and learning about who they are and and what they're about, and you know how they got where they are. And like you said, man, it's it's we're just scratching the surface. It, it's it's only the beginning of telling the stories too. It's not just the backstory, but where they're gonna go because this this thing's just taken off, and uh, I look forward to bringing a lot more to the fans and uh, to the fellow flat trackers because they they love it just as much as as the fans. Yeah, what I'm looking forward to is is people when they start having their announcements, maybe for what they're gonna do next year, or if they got a new sponsor or something like that. I look forward to the writers reaching out to us and and breaking that news right here on on off the groove. I'm sure there's going to be a couple, you know, AFT is doing a pretty good job of put, helping them promote their stuff too. So I'm sure that'll be a platform where a lot of them go, but you know, for the day to day, week to week stuff, if there's little things that, uh, that riders, uh, do have to say or want to say, this, this may be another platform where they can do that, man. And, and, uh, definitely glad to be a part of, of bringing that to, to everyone. So looking forward to that. What, what have you been up to, man? Yeah. You, you look like you were busy when you were down here in Florida. I'm even more upset that I wasn't able to come see you now. Well, I got some sun, but it did rain a little bit. But I was down there for about five days, hung out with Sean McNary and his family. Uh, Saturday was the Gary McNary Memorial. Uh, it was a TT in the morning time and then a short track that night. Uh, 243 entries. It was a lot of people. It was the most SDTAs ever had when they promoted their race themselves. Um, so I was happy that they showed up to honor Gary McNary. And, uh, you know, Mother Nature just didn't cooperate cooperate for a while we did get the race in but we raced until 2 15 in the morning wow and uh it was a long day but we got all the races in some of the riders had to leave and go back home there's riders from from michigan indiana illinois from all over the place came down there to ride that race wow that says something that must have been one hell of a place to be then i mean the the flat track family was strong there it turned out it seemed like well, a lot of them are already Jones in front of the race. It's been a little <laughs> while since the last national. And then, you know, there's amateur riders, vintage riders, and uh, stuff like that, too. But um, just for a place to ride outside, um, you know, a lot of people just want to ride one more time. And, you know, there's more racing coming up that we'll talk about here in just a second. But, you know, maybe that might be the last outdoor race of the season or the year and uh, a good chance for everybody to get out and do that. Friday night, we pulled up there. We got there Friday morning, yeah. and people just kept piling in and piling in. For f- practice Friday night, there was like seven different groups, and they ran nonstop for like three or four hours. And there was bikes on the track the whole time. Uh, there were some really fast guys out there. Uh, Jeffrey Carver was actually riding a twin just to try to – they were doing some testing. And I'm like, yeah. cool, why not, you know? So that was really neat to see. Uh, PJ Jacobson was there just watching. 
Yeah. Uh, he's made an announcement earlier this week that he's coming back to the United States to race the Moto America series. Huh. So that'll be cool to see that. He's been over there racing World Superbike, and he's coming back to the United States. But he was there watching Friday night. Interesting. That'll uh, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Maybe he might even throw a leg over a, a flat track bike and do something. Has he ever flat tracked in the past? He has, right? He, ha- he has. He used to have a national number, national number 99. He's from up up uh, northeast corner of okay. the United States, I think New York somewhere. But uh, he was always really fast. Um, I'd like to see him back on a flat tracker. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, after the race, I uh, got to hang out a little bit. We went on a boat. Yeah. I, I kept saying, let's go to the lake. But oh, boy. It's not a lake down there. It's the inlet. You know, there's water everywhere. But yeah. we actually got out to the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, Dallas Daniels was down there. At uh, they were working at Woody Kyle's shop, and we stopped, picked him up, and said, "Hey, man, let's go." He jumped in, and we went. We went out on the water, and uh, Sean McNary, myself, and Dallas Daniels had a good time. Saw some dolphins, and just had some fun. You know, and you got to do that every once in a while. Yeah, I saw some of the the posts you made. Whether it was like that beach looked pretty nice, and uh, hanging out on the boat with with Dallas Daniels. That, that's I mean, you were hanging out with all kinds of flat trackers this past weekend. That had to be a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, it's a, a good way for me to end this season. I think that might be my last event of 2018. Um, I'm not going to make it down to Steve Nace's race there in Decoin, Illinois. I'm gonna be spending time with my family out in Colorado. So he's got a two day event, the Ethan Gill Memorial Race. Usually goes on right around the uh, New Year's. Uh, and that's in DeCoin, Illinois. And then there are four races in a row down in Florida. The entire month of January is covered up. There's two SDTA races. And then Corey Texter has partnered up with Stay the Course. He's going to have a race. They're right by your house. Right in, Jack- right in my backyard. I'm going to be making that one for sure. Are you coming down for that one? Uh, I'm going to try. Me and Corey are trying to work things out. If nice. I can come down and announce it, I'd love to. And then Robbie Vibe McClendon is going to have a race over there in Pensacola, Florida. And uh, they're trying to get fanschoice.tv to be at uh, both of those two races, too. Nice. They were actually at the uh, Ocala race I went to. Oh, so they streamed it or they were just recording some stuff? No, they were there and it was streamed live. I don't cool. know if they're going to have it archived like the Nationals are, but uh, they were there. Uh, Zach Prescott came over from Daytona Beach and nice. uh, made it happen. That's awesome. It's uh, good to see them getting involved in some of that stuff and showing the fans the stuff that's going on outside of those national events. And uh, I don't know, for, for me, it's it seems like there's a lot more events outside of the regular season. Am I off on that? Or like, especially in January, you said there's four. I don't remember four events being in January. That's quite a few. I don't. I never have kept up with the STTA very much before. I just yeah. knew, you know, when they when they raced the race at uh, you know Savannah, I would be a part of that, and then some other races, but. Uh, being down there, seeing it firsthand, it's a great group. It's a great organization. And Sean McNary actually started that series. Okay. And now he's he's stepping back, stepping away from it, handing it over to uh, the two other gentlemen that are a big part of it. And um, he's just going to you know take a step back, and he's going to enjoy riding dirt bikes with his son. That's awesome. Guess what? What? Guess what? What? 97 days till the Daytona TT. <laughs> under 100. We're under 100, ladies and gentlemen. Double digits and i yeah. think ama national number puts a little post on facebook and, and does the countdown to the daytona tt okay and uh it's pretty cool you can keep track and he always puts a little something on there or he, he has in the past i haven't checked it out so far you remember i don't have facebook so yeah, i'm just going yeah, off yeah. of hearsay <laughs> every now and then i gotta i gotta send you links to facebook so you can see some of the off the groove stuff going on but yeah you don't you don't usually dabble in the facebooks but uh i think those four events in january will help january go by a little faster and then you know once we're into february we're basically we're basically there 
Exactly. Also, last weekend was the ice race there in Prescott Valley, Arizona, and that was Graham's first indoor ice race event with that that series, and nice. she loved it. And it seems like Jeremy Orr cleaned house. He won all three heat races. He won the main event, and then they, they do a limbo contest, Carter, and they actually go and they have limbo poles. They have to slide what? it. But the the best part is, yeah, they have to. They get so low, it's like a little bit taller than their handlebars. You have to check it out. And then you have to ride away from it. So you have to slide underneath that. Oh, you can't, so you can't you just gotta, slide and then just... Uh, you can't just slide and then crash. You have to slide and then ride out from it. So it's a pretty cool event. So Jeremy Orr won all of it. He won all three heats, the main and the limbo contest. He seems to be the strong one on the ice, right? Like he's one of the strongest ones that compete in that event? Yeah. There's a, there's a few others that run the whole series. Jake Matai is really good. He's the defending champion. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other guys that I'm not real familiar with on the Grand National Circuit that run their circuit as well. So there's some fast guys. I'm uh, trying to work with them and trying to announce some of those races coming up pretty soon too. So you might not be not be officially done for 2018, or would that be in January? Yeah. We'll see. I know I'm looking at one for sure in February, February 1st, maybe some in January. Um, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Well. So we don't have an interview this week. Um, it's not because of lack of planning. We kind of plan to just talk about, you know, the, the 52 episodes we have put on, maybe a little bit, talk about what we've done and what we got coming up for the month of December. Um, I want to kind of talk about some people that cover the sport and showcase them a little bit because they are, you know, just as important sometimes as, as the riders themselves, right? Because they're, like us, are telling the stories of these riders. So there's a couple of folks we want to talk to, you know, from a writing perspective, from a, a coverage standpoint, you know, that uh, somebody that helps, you know, at the events. And then uh, there's a guy making a movie. So I want to kind of get a little bit uh, insight from him and tell the fans what to expect in 2019 from all these folks. So we got that coming up the next couple of weeks. And yep. then also we might have a Goonie Christmas. Is that what I'm hearing? A Goon Christmas. Yeah, the Goon. Everybody's been requesting this guy. And uh, I've been watching his Facebook. He's pretty entertaining. And uh, I kind of want to know more about him. So maybe we'll talk about him and highlight him a little bit. And I think that'll make a lot of riders happy because they seem to like his content as well. Yeah, they all tune in. I, he, you said he does a live video almost every day? Yeah, sometimes twice or three times a day. And uh, they're not like two, three-minute videos. Sometimes he'll just let her go for like 30, 45 minutes. And uh, I got to tell you, they're entertaining. Well, he always calls you out or he always says something to you because you'll, you'll put a little message in there. And he uh, he always acknowledges that you're listening. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like to I like to engage. You know, why not? People put it out there. I like to, to show them some feedback and engage with the with the content. Why not? It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm just talking to flat trackers in there. Some, some riders jump in there and we just have side conversations while he... While he does his goon thing with fiberglass. It's pretty entertaining, man. All right. Can't wait to, to talk to him. You're going to have to because it's about a week or two away. So, all right. All right. So. What else you got? What, what are you doing for Christmas? What am I doing for Christmas? Actually, I got yeah. my one of my best friends that's uh, living down in Winter Haven or, or Orlando area. He's going to come out and hang out with me and my girl. It's going to be a Mike Lee Christmas. You don't know who Mike Lee is, but he's one of my best friends. Yeah, he's the bull rider. He's not the from bull o- rider. From Oklahoma. Not the bull rider. Not the politician. He's just a dumbass from Oklahoma. Oh, wait, you're from Oklahoma. I'm from South Dakota. I live oh, right. in Oklahoma. I'll <laughs> yeah, straighten that up. He's an Okie through and through, and uh, but he's okay. one of my best friends. He's going to come up and hang out, and we're going to have a, a good time. Uh, I don't know, keeping a low-key, man. I, I have a couple days off from the new job and uh, just going to hang out. Right on. Yeah. Sounds good. What are you doing? Um, I'm not sure what I'm doing on Christmas Day, but the day after, um, me, my daughter, and her little sister are going to hop in the car and drive out to Colorado and spend some time with my mom's side of the family for uh, about a week. Seems like a nice place to hang out and have some Christmas time. It's too cold out there. You're going to have a white Christmas, though, guaranteed, right? Stop it. What? 
I don't like white stuff that comes out of the sky. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I, don't, I, I think I, I think I should move to Florida. Yeah, you should, man. You you saw what Florida's like in December. It's pretty awesome. Mm. Even if you gotta got to wear a jacket sunburnt. every now. I got sunburnt on December 2nd. <laughs> I'm rocking shorts and flip-flops most days. I mean, it's getting kind of cold here lately, but I, I definitely dig Florida. Yeah, Sean McNary made fun of me and, and actually Dallas because neither one of us had flip-flops. And I'm like... Um, it's like 40 degrees or 30 degrees at home. Why would we have flip-flops? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely the place to be around this time of year for sure. So uh, let's talk about the year, man. But before we talk about the year, let's talk about how it started. And we've talked about this a little bit. You know, you came down before the Savannah event and uh, we had a little conversation. I mean, we always talked about this even when I was working with AFT for 2016 and 2017 seasons. You know, this, this is something that's needed. They need to highlight and showcase who these riders are. Um, and we just, after the 2017 season said let's let's get it done let's make it happen and then we, we talked about it for a couple of weeks and there's always things that this it could be this it could be that and you know a lot of that stuff never really comes to fruition but uh you said that you were going to savannah and i said make the trip here and uh you actually showed up um you hung out with me at the house and uh we kind of talked a little bit more about what that could really be i uh actually invested in a little uh sound system and a microphone and uh we put that together man and uh you know what i was thinking about is including some of that because we sat there for what a couple hours and uh, i just asked you questions you remember that Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where we came up with part of the the audio use that you use at the start of the intro. You yeah. know, what is off the groove? What is and, off the groove, and um, why are you doing you know, it? It was kind of hard to come up with a name, and you know, off the groove kind of sounded cool. And we we have to find something nobody else is using. That's the hardest part. Yep. And uh, it, we made it happen. And what I'm thinking back on, you know, the first few episodes, we went through the entire season with some of our riders and some yep. of our mechanics and stuff like that. We've kind of changed the format a little bit to get to know more about the backstory. And so maybe each race wasn't as important or as as what we wanted to talk about, but we want to know more about the people. Yeah. And so we've kind of, you know, learned from from just doing it. And now we're digging in deeper into the story, you know, what makes these riders tick and why they race flat track and and uh, why they love it so much. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely, if you go back and, I mean, I'm not saying anybody needs to go back and listen to them all because that's, that's definitely an investment, but you can see it evolve over time. I mean, from those first three, you could tell that it's a little rough and we didn't really have a strong format, even though we kind of outlined what we wanted to talk about. But most of, first and foremost, want to give shout out to those first three, right? Briar Bauman, uh, Oliver Brindley, and, and Jeffrey Carver. Uh, they were the first three who said, yeah, let's do this. I mean, I think anybody we would have reached out to probably would have said yes. But uh, those are the three that first popped in our mind. And those are the three that we talked to. You know, Oliver was coming off that first that first season of his pretty strong and, and uh, it was just cool to talk to him because he had just gone back over the pond. Um, always good to talk to Briar. I know he's, he's a close friend of yours and uh, he was a great interview. And then Carver, right? Those, I just, uh, those are three solid interviews to start. Right. And, and you know what, everyone that we reached out to Carter has answered back and want to be on the show. Yep. And I think that that says a lot about what we're doing. It also says a lot about our riders, you know, they want to be a part of it. The more, you know, about a rider, the more you're, willing to cheer for them. Uh, and I think that that's something that we, that we definitely strive to do and, and offer them with this show. Do you have a favorite moment? Oh man, there's a lot of moments. My favorite moments are always the times when a rider thanks us for what we're doing. 
Um, and it might not be on the microphone. It might not be during the interview. Um, sometimes it was after, you know, when I'm posting the, making the post and saying here it's live, uh, and a writer just sends a note that says, I really appreciate this. I really appreciate your time and what you're doing is awesome. Like to me, and that's happened a lot, right? So I don't know if I can pick one because I mean, I actually went through and listened to a lot of the episodes to try to, I wanted to do like a melt and, and kind of flashback, but like, there's just so much to go through. It was, it was kind of a daunting task. So I don't know, man, I think that would be my, that, that was, those would be my favorite moments, but to choose one, it's just, it's almost impossible. Why do you have one that sticks out? I don't, I don't have a particular favorite moment, but like you said, you know, just like I think Tommy Duma said it best after we were done recording what he said to us, you know, kind of choked us up a little bit because he really, really expressed how much he enjoyed it. And, and that's really cool. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, we, we said it a million times and we'll say it again. It's why we do it. Um, we're not, we're not making any money on this. It's something that you and I obviously have a passion for and something we, we care enough about to do every week. Uh, for an entire year. Have we mentioned it's been a year yet? It's it's a year, dude. 52 weeks. I mean, think about that. I don't even like, there's things that I don't even do to take care of myself every week. Um, so, I mean, that's a commitment, bro. And we should both be proud of that. So I'm patting you on the back and you can pat me on the back, but I don't think I can reach you. You're a little far away down there in Florida. And and you know, I don't think there was a time where we were just like, no, screw you. I'm not doing it this week. We've had a good fun time doing it every week. I mean, that's, that's another part of it that, that, not amazes me because you're a good dude to work with, but like, you know, usually you bump heads. You're like, no, screw you. I don't want to do this right now. Um, but I mean, we've had fun with it every week. There's not been one week where right. we're just like, nope, don't want to do it this week. Right. Um, what, what I always like is like when we're setting up the outline and we're talking, you know, before we start interviewing, you're, you're like, I don't even know this guy. I'm kind of worried about this. And I was like, eh. This one's going to be great. And they end up being some of the best episodes. It, it's crazy. Exactly. But like, that's kind of where I'm at, right? Like I've, I, I, you know, I produce some fans choice shows and, and I, and I've talked to some of the writers out of the track, but I don't know these people. I don't know who they are, or what their backgrounds are. Like, I don't know what questions to ask some of them. Um, and you, I mean, you even called them at the racetrack for, for years, but, um, I think you even learned a couple of things about these riders. So, I mean, that's another really cool aspect of what we're doing. Um, because you know, if you, the guy who's been doing this for X amount of years is still learning stuff. You know, the people that are just coming to the sport are learning all kinds of stuff about these riders. So that's, that's super cool. And maybe one time or maybe one point, maybe when we're old and gray, I'll bust out those like, cause I record all the pre pre-show stuff too. That's going to be gold one day. Cause that's the real, real stuff right there. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Keep those keep those locked up in the vault, okay? <laughs> Maybe that'll be like the extra extra content for like a hundred dollars an episode. It, it'll it'll be worth a hundred dollars an episode, some of that stuff that you're saying and I'm saying. So Okay. All right. Uh I'm my you need my bank account so you can start depositing that or sure, what? Yeah, no. You need my bank account number. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. So Scotty, like it's been a year and and you know I always like to take it to the next level. So I've been thinking a lot, like, what is it that we're going to do that takes this to the next level? Putting you on the spot here. Well, we've, we've talked about doing this live. Oh yeah. That could be, and and doing it live at the races. That would be ideal, but that's going to require a little bit of budget that we just don't have. A little bit of funding. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we've also talked about doing video. Yeah. 
I think video would be a step in the right direction. Um, it would have, we'd have to have that buttoned up and that's, that's a little bit more involved. Um, you know, I got this full-time job now, um, that I like, but I don't love, I'd love to be doing some flat track stuff, but you know, you know, sometimes you just got to do other things. You know, I feel, almost feel like a racer in that sense. Like I'm working a nine to five just to come do the flat track stuff, even though I'm not throwing my leg <laughs> over a bike. I kind of feel like that in some weird way. Um, right. But I don't know. I think that it would definitely take some work to make sure that that's executed the way that I would want it to be executed. But I think that maybe do some Facebook live stuff like the goons doing and, and just try to see how that goes. Well, we did start our Instagram, Instagram TV. We did. We can yep. do some. We can do some live stuff on there. Yep. Um, and I, I may have some other things up my sleeves that we talked about um, off the mic, and uh, might be coming here in the next couple months to to give the fans a little bit more. But uh, I don't know. I think that video might a step in. It might be the next step in the in, in the direction. Maybe we look at that the first of the year and see little things that we can do there. No. Yeah, I like it. Some little, maybe even some little teasers, like what, what we have coming up. Yeah, I like playing around to? every once in a while and doing some of those little, like that Graham video where we took her audio and did, put text to it. That was fun. Um, I, that's just me playing around, trying to figure out how to edit. I'm still trying to learn things, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out something, I think. It's got to be simple. And it's got to be something we can do consistently. I don't want to like do any crazy productions that take a week to make and takes up all my free time because you know i have a girlfriend and a, yeah and then you got a job and then you got another job on the weekends and then, and then you started, got roller derby started my own company it's crazy times for carter i'll tell you that i didn't know you i didn't know you you did the roller derby thing i just i, I can't even picture you on roller skates i do not do the roller derby thing <laughs> that's why i don't throw my <laughs> leg over a bike either i don't do balance the girl does the roller derby thing and she's pretty good at it crazy it's called flat track i know flat track roller derby so you're so, you're you're involved in two different versions yeah. of flat track. We should, yeah, we should start our own little podcast, the Flat Trackers. I'm not starting <laughs> another podcast. This has been enough of an of an endeavor for me. Um, what else, man? Is that it? This can be short so and sweet. It's okay. If we're not having an episode, what are we doing? This is an episode. Like people will listen to this. It's probably gonna if be- we're not having if we're not going to interview anybody. What do you have up your sleeve? Yeah, I know. We talked about calling riders. But we're not probably going to do that because, I mean, it's like 9 o'clock right now on Thursday. Um, but luckily, guess what I did? What did you do? I might have reached out to some riders and uh, gotten some feedback from them. Uh, I wanted them to kind of maybe congratulate you on one year, man. So uh, I right reached out to most of the riders that we've talked to. 90% of the people I reached out to right away said, yeah, no problem. And they, <clears throat> and they called in and, and said some really cool stuff. you want to hear what they had to say? Yeah, let's check it out. Scotty Dubler, one full year. Man, congrats. I love listening to the episodes. Uh, I haven't been on one in about probably 48 episodes, so I'm not sure what's up with that. But just wanted to say congrats, and uh, I'll be listening every Friday. Later. Scotty, Brandon Bergen, just wanted to congratulate you on one full year of your show. And if you want your ratings to go way, way up, you just got to interview me uh, at least a few times a year. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, congratulations, man. You guys do a great job, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Later. Happy birthday, Scotty. I'm proud of you. All right, bye. Hey, Scotty, this is James Monaco. I just want to say congratulations on uh, on a full year of Off the Groove. It was a real honor to be a part of it, and uh, see you at the races in 2019. Thanks again, man. Bye.
congratulations to Scotty Dubler, the man, the myth, the legend. He's number 43 in your program, but number one in your hearts. You're the man, Scotty. Congratulations on one year. Hey, Scotty, Gary Kinsler here. I uh, just want to give you a shout out and say thanks, man, for being uh, off the groove for a year. Love the show, and uh, we will see you in Daytona. I hope to uh, talk to you then. Bye. Hey, Scott. Congrats on 100 episodes. Real proud of you. I knew you could do it. Okay, see you. Bye. Hey, this is Michelle DeSavo. Just wanted to congratulate you, Scotty, on one year of Off the Groove. Keep it up. We love the interviews, and uh, look forward to the next one. Hey, Scotty. Cole Zabala here. Congratulations on one full year of Off the Groove. Love hearing you. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Scotty. It's Chaz Roberts. Congratulations on one year of Off the Groove, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate your efforts and sharing our uh, our stories with the community. I certainly enjoyed and appreciated uh, our moment together when we did it, and I appreciate all that you do. Love you, Scotty Dubler. Have a great day, buddy. Hey, Scotty. Just wanted to say congratulations on one whole year of Off the Groove. Like I always say, you're kind of a big deal. Miss you. Can't wait to see you in Daytona. Hey, David Fisher here. Scotty, congrats on one full year of Off the Groove. Thanks for giving us racist mechanics, team owners, etc., the chance to tell our story. Thanks. Scotty, Chad Coes, just wanted to call and uh, congratulate you on one year anniversary of Off the Groove. You're killing it, man, bringing the fans of American Flat Track and Insight. They can't get anywhere else, so love what you're doing, buddy. Keep it up, and uh, here's to many more. Scotty Dubler, Tommy Duma here. One year, shut the front door, man. Who would have thunk it, huh? If we were making championship rings for podcasts, you'd have a solid gold microphone, baby. What do you think, Chris? Is that in the budget for next year? Solid gold microphone, year two. Congratulations, Scotty. Scotty, it's Ryan Wells. How are you, sir? Just heard from uh, Little Birdie that this is going to be the one-year anniversary of the Off the Groove episodes and i just wanted to congratulate you super awesome uh super cool to hear the the input from riders at a non-sanctioned aft broadcast so it's super cool and uh, i hope you keep it up man see ya hey scotty chris what's going on kevin lambert goon glass rubber calling you guys to wish you a happy one year anniversary love the show love seeing that you guys are talking all kinds of guys within the race community girls too Hope you guys are doing well. The ice is going to hit. Things are getting cold. Hope we can get the lake and do some of that non-sledded rubber ice action. Anyways, you guys take care and congratulations on your one-year anniversary. Peace. Oh, make their trek great again. Hey, Scotty. It's Jordan Graham, your favorite hooligan rider. I just want to congratulate you on the year uh, for bringing us what we want. You've interviewed some amazing people, and I think you've inspired all of us. And uh, I don't think there's a single person that doesn't like you. You're the baddest dude ever. We all love you. Congrats. And uh, we can't wait till more. I'm an avid listener, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Hey, Scotty. Congratulations, Jared Vanderkoy. Uh, enjoy tuning in when I can. So uh, appreciate what you do for the sport. Thanks. Hey, Scotty. Congrats on one year. You do an awesome job. Thank you very much. Congratulations on one year bringing off the groove to all the listeners all over the world. 
amazing interviews with riders, sponsors, pit crew, mechanics, promoters. I look forward to every Friday. As for me, I want to know who is behind every helmet on race day. Also, who helped them get there? Hopefully, Off the Groove acquaints every listener with each guest. Request who you would like to hear or be interviewed. Congratulations to Scotty. He puts his whole heart and soul in this program. I'm very, very proud of him, as you all know that. Love all you fans. See you at the races. Bye-bye. This is Graham. Hey, Dad. It's Haley. I just wanted to say congratulations on doing Off the Groove for a full year. I know how much everyone looks forward to it every week, and I'm just so proud of you and so glad that you're doing something you're really passionate about. Love you. Carter, you said a couple of riders. That was a lot of people. I'm telling you, man. They love what we're doing. And uh, like I said, they they were, uh, they were didn't even hesitate. They called right away, and uh, they said some really cool things, man. Like, uh, that's back to, like, what my favorite part of this is, man, is when you have just big names in the sport, uh, from, you know, from riders to tuners and even those involved outside of, you know, the actual racing and saying the things they're saying, man. That's That's why we do what we do. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, again, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks to everybody that's been on Off the Groove, and thanks to all of our fans that listen, that comes and finds me at the races, that sends us a private message, that thanks us somehow. That's why we do it, and we totally appreciate everybody's reached out to us. Yeah, man, you should say your fam- famous line here. What is it? Smash that like button. Give us a follow. And, uh, man, one whole year. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next Friday. Talk to you later, folks. Thank you.